Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey guys, Stefan here from Kindle Money Mastery. I'm here at my brother's cabin right now uh, on the beautiful lake, as you can see behind us. This is my brother, Andreas, and uh, my brother here has been a mentor in my life, um, and he's also someone that has achieved incredible success with Kindle publishing in a very short period of time. And so while we're up here, we're just kind of talking Kindle and brainstorming and stuff, and I thought it'd be a really good idea just to interview him and ask him questions and have him share a bit of his story uh, about his life and how he got to where he is achieving the success and everything he's done, but also specifically with Kindle, what he's been able to create that could hopefully inspire you guys and uh, share some practical stuff to help you guys build your Kindle business. So thank you for taking this time with me. Great. And uh, do you want to maybe start off just by sharing a little bit about just your background, about what you've done before Kindle? Because I think one thing that's really inspiring about you and uh, you've been a role model for me is because you started off, you know, we had a similar childhood, but you had it worse with our dad. You started off in the family business yeah. Um, you've been through, you know, a lot of debt in your life and financial challenges. Yeah. And yeah. You've been able to come out the other side, becoming a multimillionaire, creating this incredible lifestyle. So you want to share this, this story for people? Yeah, sure. I, uh, uh, we have the same father, as you know, and, uh, we both grew up in a, an environment where, uh, the family business, uh, European style Greek family business was the all of everything. And, uh, we sort of had our path. Uh, set for us by our father that we had to go into the family business and we had to uh, take it and run with it and uh, follow and do uh, someone else's dreams, which wasn't uh, our dreams. Mm -hmm. And uh, the challenge of breaking away from that was a challenge of its own. But um, I had it the worst because I was the oldest son and uh, I was, there's quite a bit of an age difference, seven years between or long or more between nine. my sister, nine, nine plus, between yeah. uh, my brother and I. So I was in there uh, managing and running the company at the age of 14, 15 years old. I was starting to work in the company, and by the time I graduated, my future was already decided by my father. I, I passed on uh, um, scholarships uh, for school down in the States uh, due to I play soccer at a high level and had opportunities that I, I waived because I had pressure from the family to from my father specifically to take over the family business and and although our we get a lot of our entrepreneurial skills and uh, ability to uh, to run a business and successfully from our father because he's very creative and very uh, intelligent in that fa in that manner um, he lacks a lot of the skills that are required to take a business to the next level and um, because of those skills, he put myself into uh, a very bad financial position because he put me as the figurehead of the company, although he made the final decision. I was sort of the name behind the company that eventually uh, went under. Um, and so that was difficult being 18, 19 years old and stepping into those shoes. And um, even though running the company was not the problem, I, I had the skills of doing that. Uh, the poor management decisions in regards to the finances of the company was horrible for, uh, yeah. by yeah. our dad. He was very bad yeah. at managing money and uh, a skill and, that I'm very good at. Yeah. And just, to, you know, we'll maybe go in specifics about the type of business that you got involved in and just kind of the lifestyle that you went into. But... Uh, most of our childhood, we grew up with a lot of financial challenges. You know, our parents were always fighting over money. 
Um, our dad, you know, even though he was always entrepreneurial, uh, just didn't know how to manage money the right way. And so we always, um, you know, our parents went through a bankruptcy and it was just a lot of challenges growing up financially, which, um, you know, we had to go through, but do you want to share a little bit about the businesses that you've worked in, how young you're working and just your lifestyle as a kid, because yeah, I mean, a different childhood than most kids of just playing and having fun. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was, I was nine years old and I was going with, with dad to do tile jobs and I was grouting floors at nine years old while all my stuff, construction yeah. stuff. And although I benefit substantially from it now, because that's what I'm in. And, uh, you can imagine at nine years old until you're 24, 23, 24 years old and finally going on your own, starting a company, I had a world world of experience when it came to construction. Uh, we went from businesses that were from the tile business to the glass business to the uh, uh, bathtub business, business to restaurant business. It was always business. Yeah. He was an entrepreneurial creating businesses. Uh, he just was not very entrepreneurial in managing a business. Mm -hmm. And that is the key. Uh, business is common sense. And he maybe was uh, beyond common sense. He didn't apply common sense. He applied theory. And so... That's a whole topic of its own, um, but those experiences of all those different types of uh, professions that he jumped from, mm -hmm. I kind of just dragged along, and then when I became of legal age, I was put at the forefront, and that this business, he would sell me on a, the idea of a successful business, this is yeah. yours, this is your venture, mm -hmm. and good morning, <laughs> and this venture, and um, but the reality was there was no hope. Yes, yeah. for this. Yeah. And it wasn't what you wanted to do with your life. No. It was more what our dad wanted us to exactly. do. Exactly. It, it didn't, it, it didn't thrive. It didn't propel me and excite me. It, it kind of just became a, a it was truly just a job. And, and although every type of work is a job, you should love what you do. Yeah. And I love what I do now. Um, but I still, even though I'm successful at what I do now, I still believe in diversity. Mm -hmm. I still believe that uh, you don't necessarily have to do one thing in your life uh, for your whole life. That uh, if you create opportunities, that you might find something that you even like even more. And I have found something now with Kindle. Yeah. That excites me. That is new because I have sort of, uh, I guess you could say, mastered my profession um, to a point where I'm content with without growing it anymore because I realize what is involved in growing it more and I don't want to put that effort into that. I'd rather manage my time into something different uh, and open a new chapter in my life. And so to get back to running off the, the, the family business. I went into the family business and, uh, so from nine years old, you're working in the family business until I was about, uh, well, until I left on my own to 23, 24. Uh, when I turned 18, uh, we opened a company, uh, that I was going to take over and was in my name. And when you turn 18, you all of a sudden have opportunities to borrow money. Mm -hmm. And I was still young and naive and thought that, uh, if you borrow money and invest it into your company, that, uh, no matter how you invest it, that it will grow and, and you'll make more money. Uh, problem was that that theory did not work when my dad was involved. And uh, so uh, soon enough, I started to uh, accumulate a lot of debt that now was in my name. And before you know it, I'm 22 years old, four years had blown by. And uh, I was in debt and uh, I was in the family business, which I was running and wasn't really making any money. Yeah. And so finally I had to make a decision in my life that, uh, which was difficult to break ties from, uh, from our dad is very difficult. We're still every day a challenge for us. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And uh, so we decided, I decided that uh, I had an opportunity that came up that I was able to go to Europe and play soccer um, at a very high level and make a little bit of money uh, doing so. So I, uh, I took the opportunity. Um, it was very difficult in the family. It's uh, very hard on my father. It put him in a very bad place and maybe a strain on a relationship. Uh, but I think it was a turning point in my life. Uh, it gave me the courage, most importantly, that I needed to start my life over. Mm -hmm. And I still to this day don't think it was about me going and playing soccer. It was about me going and figuring out myself, evolving as a person, mm -hmm. which is what Stefan is all about. He's mm -hmm. about growth and evol and, and, and human progress as an individual. And, uh, and that's where, where he motivates me and why I've spent the last five, six years of my life, uh, implementing a lot of those things and improving my family life with my wife and my kids and my lifestyle where I am today, which, you know, is what I call the Greek retreat. It's yeah. my place of Zen. It's yeah. my therapy. Uh, I come up here and I relax and I enjoy my life. And that's what you have to do with all your Kindle success. Yeah. And so, I went to went to Europe. Yep. I it was it was life changing. Uh, soon as I stepped off the plane, and I'm sure yeah. Stefan's got story after story about his traveling experiences. Everybody should do it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I went and I I played soccer. And uh, when I decided after my time there that this was not the career that I wanted, mm -hmm. soccer, I decided to come back to, back home to my family, my friends, and which I miss dearly. And I decided to go back to school. Mm. Uh, I did go back and work for my dad. Mm. I felt that I had to uh, because um, I still needed some kind of work and some kind of making some money, and it was the easiest. But I had a plan that I was going to gradually. How, how do you away. think you like? You know, I think it's a hard for a lot of people to make that decision. What made you finally have to make the decision to kind of go on your own and look at different ways? And I think you had to go through your process of trying to find yourself and find what you wanted to do. And well, everything. the reality is you just, I got to a point in my life where I just felt the best analogy that I could put it is that I was in a, in a room that was a circle with no door. And, uh, and I just felt like everywhere I turned, it all looked the same and there was, there was no future for me. Mm -hmm. And when you get to that point in your life where you're just, you feel like you're a puppet, and everybody controls the strings, mm -hmm. you finally decide you want to break those strings and you want to control your own life. Yeah. And the only way you can do that is to go out there and get it. I didn't know how I was going to go out and so get you it. Just, you went for it, though. I, w That's I went for it. You I didn't know I, how it turned out in Greece or whatever. I didn't know, and I left behind. Uh, I left my boy, my little puppy, my dog, uh, who yeah. I'd become close to because he was my best friend during those tough times. And I left that behind, and my only asset, was, and, which was a Jeep. Yeah, and obviously our dad had disapproved of it which oh, was hard going against that but sometimes you got to do what yeah, you got to do and, and happy, exactly right? and and you know and there was a lot of unsolved answers or questions mm -hmm. uh, i had debt that i had accumulated and i finally just said to him you know what i've done enough for you this family you're going to take care of this for me and i'm going to go figure my life out and that was the hardest thing i had to do in my life and yeah. and for for people out there this may not be a similar situation it could be something else that's difficult in your life a, a yeah. something that you have to overcome a stepping stone and so this is just easy because Stefan and I have something similar that we went through and we've motivated ourselves, found way to motivate. Yeah. And in some way, it's a blessing because we have used our father and our experience, our relationship with him to make, to build success. Yeah. And, um, and I'm all about my brother. I, I do everything I can to help him. I've tried to give him guidance wherever I can. And he's he's been inspirational to me because not only when you give someone guidance and give them advice, but when they actually listen to it and then 
and then it comes to fruition for them, it's it's like a real pat on your back. You didn't make anything from it, but you helped somebody truly in their life. And, and, and in a way, this is what he's doing for me by just me sitting here and talking to you. Uh, I love this. I love being able to share my story um, because my wife is tired of hearing it, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So, uh, but I, I did it. I, I, I stepped up to him, which was the hardest challenge. And then from that point on, he was like the person, the wall that I had to go over. And once I did that, mm-hmm. um, it seemed like nothing wasn't doable. Everything was achievable. Anything I set my mind to, I could do. I went to Europe. I played soccer. I knew that I could do it, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. And right then I knew that I had control of my life because even though I stepped in from one situation into another, I could have gone there, I could have played soccer, I could have toughed it out for 10 years, I could have made X amount of dollars, but I would still be in the same boat at 30, you know, at 30 years old, 32 years old, not knowing what my life and my future was. And to a lot of people playing soccer, having a career in soccer is a dream. Yeah. You know, I have friends who, who would have loved to have had that opportunity. But for me, knowing that I could pass on it and was, and was happy with it mm-hmm. and that there was a better future for me out there, that was what changed my life. And from that point on, I backpacked through Europe, I, mm-hmm. Greece, and I visited the rest of my family. And I had a, all of a sudden, it all came to me. Mm-hmm. It just said, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, you're going to achieve this, you're going to achieve that. I didn't really set goals that I would be a millionaire by 30 years old and then a multimillionaire to now. I, 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 there's goals along the way that you set because you achieve them and you, and you, and you, you challenge yourself more. But making money is fantastic. It, it provides yeah. this and, yeah. and opportunities, yeah. but it's more of the success story yeah. uh, going from being in debt, from what you learn and who you become and yeah. who you inspire. Because yeah. inspiring people, the most influential people in the world are the ones that inspire you to be you, to, to achieve yeah. your goals. And um, so, I, I yeah, I, I, I played soccer. I, I backpacked. And then when I came back, I decided to go back to school. Uh, I figured... It was the smartest thing for me to, to go into business because I had all the t- life experience of running a company uh, from start to finish and to dealing with, with people in marketing and in and the, the, the face-to-face interactions with sales and, and staff and, and everything that goes along with the business. So that part I had covered, but I wanted to... I wanted to take it up a notch and I wanted to be what our dad wasn't. And, and that is to have the skills of managing a company efficiently, um, reliably, uh, all the things that you need for a company to grow, to, uh, to improve a company, yeah. to become, yeah. uh, to become a, a company that survives. Mm-hmm. And so I went back and I did six long years mm-hmm. at, uh, did a double major at SFU. Yeah. All at the same time though, you're, Debt, credit card yeah, debt. Yeah, right? I, uh, I came, and I came back. I registered for school. I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the debt that was still to be paid off. I consolidated all my debt, mm-hmm. ripped up all my cards, and I wasn't in a, an access for my father for funding anymore. I put my foot down there, and all of a sudden, I had all these strengths to to say no to whoever I wanted to. I had all this confidence because I just hit that first step. And it just compounded and it was like for the first time in my life, everything was upwards, mm-hmm. upwards, mm-hmm. one after the other. And um, so then I, I, I came back and Are I... you discouraged it all by the debt? Because when you... Oh, yeah. people, they have this... Uh, 
a huge amount of debt and they're just paralyzed by it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you were actually, you're like, um, you created a plan for yourself of what you're going to do. Yeah. You know, I used to get teased by friends because I came back and I consolidated my debt and, and I put it all into a 30 month program to pay it back month by month. Mm-hmm. And I, every month that go by, I count it down and I, I'd say to my cousin and I call, uh, and I'd say to my friends, I got 27 months to go and I'm out of debt. Yeah. And they would laugh and say, oh, 27 months and you're so yeah. far away. Yeah. But before you know it, I was down to seven months and six months. And all of a sudden, I had started not only working for the family and and not making much money, but paying for my school. I started doing side jobs. I'd taken all my experience from from construction and started doing some side work. And now I not only had paid for school without borrowing, I I was paying off my loan faster and I had had a savings account. Mm -hmm. And even though it was a small savings account, that first dollar you start saving for the first time in your life at the age of 25 years old... It's inspirational. It's it's motivational, yeah. right? Because it's like, how do I make the next dollar? Yeah. And so before progress. Yeah, yeah. And before you know it, one dollar is ten dollars, and ten dollars is a hundred dollars, yeah. and a hundred dollars a thousand. Yeah. And and where I am today. Yeah. You know where I have the freedom to to make a purchase spontaneously if I like to. Yeah. And 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 I mean that's why I'm here today. Yeah. That's why I'm here to tell you that I was an or, an average person. That uh, sorry about the distractions because we're on lakes. So there's <laughs> okay. people that paddle and go by. Um, so they know it's a real lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but you know, that's why I wanted to tell this story because I said to Steph, "You've got all these people that you meet, yeah. but a lot of them don't come from the same roots that some of us might come from. That we had tribulation, difficulties from a young age, and we had obstacles that a lot of us just can't get over. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, you can. You, you can, you can, you can be in debt. And I was in yeah. debt. You know, I was thirty, forty thousand dollars in debt at the age of 18 19 years old and and that's a lot of money i mean to to get out of right and it and it took me until i was 24 25 years old where i had i had paid off all that debt Mm -hmm. and i had saved enough money and i had met my lovely wife who uh who who i've been together now for 15 years and or 14 years and and uh she was with it through it all she was there when she met me when i was in debt she was motivation to me to remind me that it's great you're doing it and and everybody needs that uh, it's a big part is to be surrounded by people who 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 motivate you who tell you you're doing a great job there's nothing wrong with that uh, you need to hear it. And the more you hear it, the better it is. The, the better you're going to keep going and striving yourself and and yeah. growing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, as soon as I got out of debt, it was like the plane took off. Yeah. It, but so what? So what happened for you though? So you're in debt, and all throughout this process of going to Europe, going to school and everything. But while you're going to school, you're going to school in the evenings. And yeah, working, I, I was taking pay off the debt, pay for your school. Yeah. I, and at what point did you get yourself out of that? You see, you're taking some side jobs construction wise. Yeah, I was about uh, a year into after about six months back from Europe. I was six months into school. I was taking three courses at a time and uh, I managed to pay for those. Um, and I, I started out of college, which was cheaper. And then from there, I, I paid for that, and then uh, after about six months, I started to see some opportunities. Friends came to me and and, uh, and and do small jobs, you know, tile jobs here and there, and and all of a sudden, where I was making nothing for my father, family business is not what it's cracked out to be. You don't get a salary, you don't get, you just yeah. get whatever's left over, and yeah. usually that's nothing. And uh, so all of a sudden, you know, I, I was making this extra money, and it's like, geez, I can do a job and make a thousand dollars in a day, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because I. 
I was, I could do tiling, which people did for 20 years, but I had done it since I was nine, 10 years old. It was a trade that I learned. I didn't realize the gifts that I was given mm-hmm. by my father because he was the type that threw us into the fire. That's, yeah. that was what was beneficial from him. He would, he was not, he didn't give you a chart and say, do this or, or, or guidelines. He threw you in there yeah. and he'd say, you're going to do this. This is, and you do it and you learn from your mistake. And then that is valuable on its yeah. own. Yeah. And that's what we benefited from it. Yeah. And that's why we're both successful today because we when we take a chance we're willing to learn from the mistake and grow from it mm-hmm. and you have to every success, successful businessman is going to is going to learn from a mistake mm-hmm. and, and that's just the way it is you're going to lose money and you're gonna, but the, the chance the thing is you want to learn from it and you got to implement what you learn from it so you can make money from it yeah. and uh so i after back to the story after about 6 months i started doing side jobs and then i met my wife and um and then it was about uh I was about a year and a half. I was into university, college. I started up my company. I I I had an opportunity to break away from the family business. I I got hurt working for my father, and so I had to take some time off. And from there, when I took the time off, I saw it as an opportunity to have that free time to push mm-hmm. uh, the side business, which yeah. was renovations. And it uh, was during the boom here in Vancouver where we live. Uh, construction was in high demand. And so the timing was just right. I, had, I was lucky. I had a bit of timing that was involved uh, because all good businesses have luck too. Um, it's just a reality of it. You yeah. can be as smart as you want, but you got to have some luck. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and so I did it. I just threw myself in. I uh, When I took the time off, uh, going through my... Re- I had hurt myself and gone through my rehabilitation. I, I decided not to go back to my family yeah. business and just go out on my own. Yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, the small jobs, the $1,000 jobs turned into $5,000 jobs and the $10,000 jobs and then $100,000 jobs. And, and then all of a sudden, I created a website portfolio for the company yeah. and, and then from the rare it just it Screw grew up. and then eventually what happened is it started to conflict with the school um, I I would have loved to have gone on to do a master's uh, down the road in my life I'd love to teach uh, at a university uh, especially one that would be more technical more hands-on uh, for entrepreneurials young entrepreneurials that's that's been a lifelong goal and dream of mine at one, later on in life when I'm done managing all my companies mm-hmm. um, I'd like to pass uh, pay it forward um, I've had a lot of inspirational mentors for me uh, that have helped me in my ventures as I not only have a construction company, I've got a portfolio of a- uh, real estate assets. Yeah. Uh, I'm also heavily invested in uh, other portfolios like um, in, on investing in stocks and bonds that I have a large portfolio. Um, and so those are, those are businesses of yeah. their own. Yeah. full-time businesses and so I've diversified myself very well to a point now where I can sit here on my lake yeah. and do an interview yeah. about a new potential business exactly, the yeah. Kindle business yeah and um, yeah so the company took off this is my ninth year in renovations I do anywhere from 800 to 1.2 million dollars in gross revenue um, I it's self-managing in the sense that most of my um, crew is outsourced I don't have a labor force which reduces a lot of the stress I've managed my company that well um, I mean I grew my company at a, a significant pace you know within uh, within my first year I made more money than twice as much money as working for the family business yeah and uh, I had a huge profit. Uh, I remember even my accountant making a joke and saying, you made a profit in your first year, which companies typically don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, by the, uh, I'd say, fifth or sixth year, I had grown it to a $1.2 million company mm-hmm. and with just myself managing and then my sub-trades. Mm-hmm. 
And at that point in my life, I decided that um, I had made enough money. I didn't want to push the company. to For me to push the company to the next level, I would have to uh, hire staff. I would have to maybe have an office. I would have to grow it to a new level and, and have the responsibilities of more jobs, creating a certain amount of income to pay for the growth. And I kind of decided that uh, it, it's not what I wanted. It's, mm-hmm. Construction wasn't something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Yep. I had mastered it in the sense of uh, managing the project from start to finish at an efficient scale. That's why I get a lot of my work. I'm very efficient at my job. Um, and so the company grew to a point where I was content with. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled back a bit and I kind of now just float with the company. It's pretty much guaranteed a certain amount of uh, sales every year. I know my cash flows. I know what I can spend, what I can't spend. And I've taken the cash flows and invested in other assets yeah. to diversify along the way. And now I have a substantial amount of wealth that I am able to look other ventures, other opportunities. And, uh, and that's where I am today where... You know, I'm, I'm still doing construction, heavily act, but I work about six months a year in construction. You know, I, I make a very good living. I make most more than most doctors and lawyers who spend their life going to school. And it's not to brag or not to, to show off in any way. It's just that anybody can take a profession and make and, and cap it out. And, and to do that, you have to be good at it and you have to be efficient at it yeah. and you have to have a good reputation. You have to be uh, responsible, reliable and have a lot of qualities that people need. And I'm in a profession where a lot of contractors don't have a good reputation. So it, yeah. it, it makes it even easier. Yeah. It makes the barrier hard yeah. to get into. But once you get past the barrier, your your uh, reputation is everything. And I built a good reputation where people are willing to wait for my services, uh, willing to pay my price, and are and will get and will expect and will get what that I offer and sell. And um, and so, uh, so so you built your business over the last ten years, right? Yeah. You've been successful with that. Uh, you've also been very successful investing and he's actually my mentor when it comes to investing. Give me my, uh, all the advice to invest in my first, uh, investment property, stocks, mutual funds. He's a person that I go to for that. So you've been able to share a lot of that with me and that's something that is also a passion for you. And I think it's important that when you make money, it's not just about making it, it's how you manage it and yep. what you do with it, right? Exactly. So you've mastered that as well. Exactly. And now you've kind of gone in, you know, despite all the success, you're getting into a new venture, which has been internet marketing yeah. and Kindle publishing. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, you know, because Andreas is active in the Facebook group that we have in uh, the full disclosure. And a lot of people ask you, you know, why are you doing this Kindle stuff? Yeah. You know, well, why you are, are you doing it? Why yeah, are you doing it? You're yeah. a multimillionaire. You've got, you know, your cabin, your house, your cars, all that sort of stuff. Why, you know, why are you doing the Kindle stuff? You know, you, you, you do something for so long and then you become so good at it. Uh, you start to lose your motivation to do that task. It, you know, I mean, even the, the best athletes in the world who make millions, hundreds of millions of dollars, at some point in their life, they love their sport. Yeah. But they retire. Some retire early. Some can't let go. But uh, there are many athletes who are really good at what they do, made millions, and retired early because it's just not what they love to do anymore. Or they lose the drive. They for lose it. the drive for yeah. it because they just they're good at it, and they, and it's not them being cocky. It's not them saying that I'm not I'm too good for this anymore. It's just once that drive is gone, you kind of you you don't want to be. I don't want to be back where I was when I was 18 years old. 
And sometimes I feel like that when you're just going through the motions and your company's making you the money that you want, and you're buying the things that you like, and you're doing all the things that you want to do. So what inspires you after that? Well, you have to go out there and, and find it the same way I did when I was 22 years old and breaking ties for my dad. And that's what I did. And when Stefan brought up the Kindle business a few years ago, because uh, he's been on it for a while, uh, I, I kind of shrugged and laughed and said, didn't really pay attention to it much. Maybe it was just my ego. Maybe it was just uh, I was too consumed with what was going on at the time. But in the last year, because I've, I've pulled back in my company and the amount of time that I work, I have a lot of free time and I spend a lot of free time up here. So now the question is, what do I do with my free time? I have a lot of hobbies. I place, I fish and I hunt and I ATV and snowmobile and I got a lot of things that kill my time, but they still don't inspire me. What inspires me is I like making money. It's not even about the money. It really, it's just about, I like taking a venture and growing it to what I, I feel that I'm content with. Yeah. And I've done that with real estate. I've done that with my stock portfolio. I've done that with my, my construction. And so now I want to do something new. And internet, and, and because I'm here a lot, I think, well, what can I do that's here? And, 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 and work. And because I like working. I like... Okay, guys, so the camera just got cut off there a sec. Um, do you want to just continue saying what you're saying about why you got into the Kindle and you're living up here and you're looking for, looked at the internet as an opportunity to make money? Yeah, yeah. Well, where I am up here in the Caribou, uh, it's five hours away from the big city and it's quite remote. And so uh, getting an internet signal uh, is possible, but it's, uh, it's a challenge of its own. Yeah. Uh, there's ways that we're going we're gonna to set that up. But... Um, I wanted to do something where, because now I've scaled back on my company from to six months in the year, I got six months uh, that I'd like to do another venture. And so I want to do it spending up here because ultimately this is where I want to be. Uh, this is where I'm, I, I, I'm at peace with myself and I love uh, the environment that it provides. And so I wanted a venture that I could, uh, I could, I could be at, I could sit here and I could be on my computer. I could, you know, do something that could reach out to people and, uh, opportunities and, and a venture that, uh, down the road, I think, uh, that's why I like the Kindle business is because it's a platform for opportunities, uh, not only to learn the internet, uh, but its potential of uh, its scale of economies, so to say, is that it has opportunities are endless. There are so many ventures that you can do uh, from the push of a button of your mouse. And, um, and so the Kindle business is great for anybody who wants to come in and to not only learn how to operate a computer efficiently, but to it forces you to get into some programs like uh, Lead Pages and Aweber and using uh, KDP and, and just the simple things like that, that they're just stepping stones. Mm -hmm. And I mean, prior to the Kindle business, uh, I started the Kindle business April 1st uh, was when I launched my first book and with my wife. And... Um, and prior to that, I was intimidated by a computer. Yeah. Uh, I knew how to operate uh, emails, and uh, you know, I have a website for my company and and the basics. Yeah. But HTML and some of these other uh, yeah. types of downloading and formatting and yeah. things like that, they intimidated me, and they they were a barrier for me into entering uh, the online business. And so Stefan's program is is great because it walks you through all of this. And uh, so I used his program, and and because I'm keen and I'm aggressive and motivated and I have so much experience in management and and how to run a business efficiently I was able in since April 1st to uh, accumulate uh, 115 books with yeah. another 30 40 coming uh, and uh, 30 paperbacks and that's growing every day and, and generate a revenue of uh, six sixty five hundred dollars a month 
And in the scale of what I do for outside uh, of the Kindle business, it's it's not a lot of money. But uh, I managed to do that in four months. Mm-hmm. And, and it's passive. And it's passive because yeah. now I have a whole crew of VAs that uh, manage yeah. all my accounts. Um, I'm sorry to say, but I will be stepping away from the KMM uh, Facebook group. You won't see me as much anymore. I will go on from time to time. The review and, exchanges. Yeah, the review <laughs> exchanges, I'll be gone. I, I hope that I'll be able to help some of you still and come on there and, and answer questions yeah. and so forth. So I will do that. Um, uh, but I feel that uh, the book, the Kindle business has gotten to a point now where I can't do those things anymore. Uh, I wanted to do them. Stefan encourages VAs and, and to yeah. do that. I, Because I'm, I'm hands-on in my companies, I wanted to learn the process. I thought I would be a better uh, business owner of it down the road. And so now when a problem arises with my VAs or anything to do with the Kindle business, because I had first-hand experience managing it, doing it, it runs more efficiently. And that's the key here because once you get to a certain point in, in the Kindle business book publishing, if you are going to get to that point, if you if that's what your goal is, uh, you get to a certain point. We have so many books, you just can't manage them yourself. Uh, there, it's a business, and that's the reality of it. Uh, once you publish one book, there are five, four or five things that you have to do to keep the sales going on that book. And you can imagine that when you have a hundred books, you're five hundred times uh, the, the yeah. amount of things that yeah. you have to do. And so the process of of uh, getting VAs and, and, and outsourcing all of that has been relatively easy for me because that's what I do for a living. I'm a contractor. I manage people and manage what they do. And I and I find ways to get the best out of those yeah. people in a short period of time. And, and I've, I've learned a lot from you in terms of his ability with his business experience of what he's been able to do because I think, one, you're one of the fastest people I've ever seen implement what you learned from my course. Yeah. And, you know, I've... Uh, talked about this before in previous videos about my brother, what I've learned from him and stuff, but his speed of implementation where the moment you have an idea or an opportunity, you don't hesitate. You don't procrastinate. You don't sit there trying to analyze all that. You just do it. No. And so you scaled up the Kindle so fast and, uh, a lot of how you've outsourced automated things that you've done, I've learned from him, but it's just blown my mind how fast he's been able to do it. And part of it, you've had all these great qualities, which I think is important for success because I've seen some people have my course and kind of been held back. Other people, they take it, they have a lot of success. Um, but you've been able to do it at a huge scale. And I think you didn't know, you didn't know any of this stuff, internet marketing, computer stuff. You didn't know about VAs, all that sort of stuff, but you learned it fast. You did it and you implemented it. And, and, and here you are now the opportunity that he has is just even, Larger, yeah. Just you're well, it's open. It's opening doors because now I'm I I'm taking some of the products that I've marketed on Kindle, yeah. in Kindle, and I'm going to be creating a blog that my wife will be managing, and uh, it's sort of along the lines of the products that she loves, mm-hmm. and and there's an opportunity that was created yeah. that wasn't there four months ago, and it's motivated her. I mean, she. Yeah. This has been. I mean, I'm a motivation alone for her. I'm always on her because she's the opposite of me, and so. But this. Uh, this Kindle business has opened the eyes yeah. to her potential. I mean, yeah. it really is. It truly is. And, and it's, and it's just the opportunities are there. And it's just a matter of how much you want it. Yeah. Um, and how much you apply the teachings that Stefan has there. He's set up a great platform for you for a low cost and for what I think is a low cost because the return on it, I mean, is, is well, amazing. Comparable to people, your, your, your education, going to university and what people invest in those yeah. regards, right? Well, I mean, when I look at it, because powerful. I relate everything to business, and so I look at everything in an investment perspective, and, mm-hmm. and so I look at it, okay, when I buy a stock, 
I want to know how much I'm going to invest and what percent I'm going to get back. And I do the same in my business decisions for my company, how much I'm going to put into a project and how much I'll get back. And with the Kindle business, honestly, I think it's, it's more powerful and more potential because there isn't too many businesses where you can take $50 and grow it. Yeah. Make your money back in the first month because that's what you got to look at yeah. in any business. You got to look at what you put in, how fast you can get it back. Yeah. And in most companies, you, you can't do that. You it's an it's a long term investment. Yeah. And although I've had the ability to uh, turn a profit immediately uh, in most of my ventures, it that's just because I have the experience, my lifelong experience, my difficulties in life. I've been able to capitalize on the learning curve, and so. Here I am, and I've done the same for the Kindle business, and I'm going to branch out, and I'm going to get into other things, and we'll talk yeah. about those in a bit. But um, uh, that—that's—that's that's why I got into the Kindle business, and that's why I—I I see the potential. I think that I will make more money uh, somewhere down the line from all of this than even that I have accumulated in my wealth in my portfolio of project companies that I have now yeah. uh, just because the revenue stream is endless you're reaching people on other ends of the world that you can't reach locally here with a, with a company that you had I could if I grew my company if I decided to take my my construction company and grow it yeah. to a, a North American company that would travel all over the world and build and I have I have designers that I do work with that done that they've expanded their company and they're in Thailand doing projects but I, I have a family and that's important value to me and I don't want to get into all that I I want to I want to pick my career and my future and I have the ability to do yeah. that and so. it's, it's also I mean the internet I think you're learning now the the power of just the passive income where yeah. you can be free you can yeah. make money while you're sleeping exactly. I mean I have books. not exchanging your time for money and you know right now we're having this interview people are buying our books yeah. we're making money <laughs> you know it's all it's selling I mean I go to sleep at night and yeah. I wake up and I've sold yeah I mean, I don't, I don't you have wake any. Up, you look at how many books you sold. And yeah. It's like, oh, I sold hundred books today. Exactly, and they're books that I mean, I have books that I don't even focus on anymore yeah. that are in the back, and all I do is my promotions yeah. or my VAs do the promotions, and that's all that they required, and and uh, and and it's growing. I mean, the, the Kindle business is growing, and 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 the more it grows, the better it is for you, and for Amazon, yeah. because the more put money that Amazon makes, the more they're going to pump money into their big company, their huge company, and they reach markets that we can't reach, and so don't think that, that that this will become saturated we're a small piece of the pie yeah. and and there's uh, there's years of making money here and opportunities so jump on it and go with it but also keep in the back of your mind other opportunities not don't just stick diversify. with Kindle diversify because like anything in this world you have to diversify mm -hmm. and that's what I'm doing I'm taking Kindle and I'm going to diversify into blogging and 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 hopefully coaching yeah. um, and and things like that and and so that's why that's why we did this interview really is to reach out to you everybody in the group to let you know who I am that annoying guy that's on Facebook all the time and sending yeah. out messages and that yeah. there's a face behind it all and I thought my story could help people yeah. you yeah, know definitely. that uh, my that it's been a lifelong it's been it's been a long 20 years since I graduated high school and uh, I mean what I've learned just in the last 10 years yeah. has been the most powerful thing in the world and and it's infectious it's yeah. infectious when you uh, start to uh, not only create wealth, you start to gain confidence, and you start to gain to gain an internal power that it's infectious. It, people are drawn to you. People want to be around you. I always got. There was always. I have mentors. I have people that have been who are multi multi millionaires, maybe even a billionaire, who have mentored me, who have given their time and energy, and for no reason, I had nothing to offer them. Um, 
but they've paid it forward and that's what I'm going to do one day. I, anybody who comes to me and that's what I've done to Stefan and, and I have friends and, and even, even workers that work for me who come to me for advice on their finances and, and I help them because I feel like I have to because somebody helped me. You don't necessarily have to have someone give you a dollar, but to give you an idea is priceless. Yeah. And and to give you the confidence to create that idea is priceless. Yeah. And this is what this is all about, and that's building confidence and reassuring you that um, your hard work will come mm-hmm. to fruition. You will do well, but also you have to have common sense. You have to apply what you learn, and you can't keep making the same mistakes. There's a learning curve, and that's fine, but you got to learn from it. What do you think has made you uh, be able to have so much success compared to a lot of people? Because you interact with people in the group, and, and you, you know we both see people in the group. Some people are doing awesome, right? Yeah. And you see how well they're doing. It's all great. And then you see some people, they're struggling. And uh, for whatever reason, why do you think that is? And what do you think is different about you? Or maybe advice that you can give to people to help them well, grow? Well, I think... I think the most important thing, and this is what I learned, and this is, comes to personal growth, and this is what Stefan also uh, coaches and, and, has, and his, his background is about uh, motivation and uh, finding the power within. And, and you really, I think, to be successful in your life, you really have to know who you are. Uh-huh. You really have to look inside you. You have to uh, be willing to um, say what you're not good at and do what you're good at. And, and hire the people that you're not good at to do yeah. what you do. Because really smart people hire smarter people. Yeah. I mean, that's just yeah. the reality of it. Um, uh, they may have an ego and not admit it, but they do. They, they always do. And you gotta really know what you wanna do with your life. You have to really do a self-evaluation of yourself and be content and happy in your life. Because if you're happy and you're motivated, you can do anything in your life. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You know, whether it's uh, learning how to water ski or <laughs> shooting yeah. a gun for yeah. the first time or learning how to do something on the Internet. Yeah. And I think when you work on yourself and you develop those qualities, because, I mean, it's all the qualities and disciplines you've established over the years that yeah. help make you successful, right? You're very driven, disciplined, yeah. motivated. You don't procrastinate. And when you have those qualities, it doesn't matter what you do. You're right? gonna, yeah. You can start. You could probably start a clothing store and be successful at it. You could start. Anything, not know anything about it, but because you have those qualities, yeah, it'll be successful. And, and you know, a lot of people, what's... a lot of people say those are traits and qualities, but I, I think they're values. Yeah, uh, I, I value a big part of me is efficiency. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot start a project without finishing it. I cannot have something on my wall that is not done. Uh, that's just my nature. That's who I am. I am not comfortable until it's done. Yeah. And so, if somebody sends me an email. Uh, I have to respond to it. If I don't get back to an answer with it, I will say something. Uh, a lot of that is on the Facebook where people complain that they don't respond, they don't get back. That right there yeah, yeah, alone, says a lot about you. that says a lot about yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, the, even for Stefan, who has a hundred things going on and he'll get a thousand emails, even if he doesn't email you directly, he's got somebody emailing you. And that is because he has set it up that he cares. He says that every voice matters and I have to respond. I mean, that is my livelihood. And that's, I'm the same way. I get people who sometimes contact me with a complaint and I don't want to take the message, you know, in my business, but I do because you got to take the good with the bad. You got to constantly be efficient. And that's where I strive. That's how my businesses have thrived is because I said, I start and do this on this day. It's going to be up and running by this day. And I've done that with the Kindle. I, I set a goal to do this amount and I will continue to set goals and I will follow through with them. And once that becomes a habit, the habit becomes a value. Mm. 
And uh, those values, you, you, the more values you accumulate, the more you're going to be successful. Yeah. And, and, and this is what Stefan's life is about because he was a shy kid who just played on the computer yeah. all through, I remember him, through high school. And then he started. It wasn't, it didn't happen overnight. Everybody thinks it happens overnight. Everybody thinks that I've accumulated. When I talk yeah. to people, they think that I just accumulated this, like it just happened overnight. No, this is 20 years in the making. Yeah. Even the 10 years where I wasn't building it, I was building it and learning. Yeah. And 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 that's what life is about. I mean, it's never too late. You can make money at your 20 yeah. years old. You can make money at 30. There are people that are 90 years old. There's people yeah. in Stefan's group that are retired or you know have successful businesses, not just like myself because it's a challenge to them. That's what life should be about. It should be about a challenge. Everything should be a challenge. And if you make it a challenge and you achieve that challenge and you achieve the goal, every other challenge becomes easier and yeah. easier. It becomes it just becomes life. Yeah. And you're living it at the most. And and I'm that way. I've always been that way. I've never said that I can't do anything. Uh even the things I'm not good at, I always say I can do it. I'm just not good at it. And you're not going to be good at everything. Yeah. Right, but I think Kindle business anybody can do. Yeah. Whether everybody's going to make sixty five hundred dollars in four months, no, I don't know. That's really up to you and your values and how you are as yeah. an individual. But it can be done. Yeah. Right. Awesome. I don't have any. I mean, I have the skills because I learn from my my businesses. And, and you also, in fascinating thing, you did this while you've got two kids, a wife, you've got a multi million dollar business. Yeah, I've got a lot you know, on so my despite, plate. It's I, not like you had all this. No, Abundance and I, I still play. It, I still right? have my hobbies. I still play at yeah. a high level of soccer. I, I coach my daughter's soccer team. I've managed to balance my life, so. which is also very important because if you find yourself that you're too involved in one thing, you're going to lack in another thing. And a lot of personal yeah. things in your life are very important to to the parts that yeah. are making money. Yeah. You you have to apply them. What we do here, this this raw interview that we are doing for you, this would probably be more powerful than a scripted uh, yeah. interview because it's coming from us. It's yeah. coming from just two brothers who sitting around talking and 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 brainstorming and then this is what it was. We you came up on Friday and mm-hmm. And here we are on Sunday, and we are doing an interview, and that's what life's about because we know we can do it, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, and so I don't know. You want to get into what you yeah? Get? So let's wrap up soon. But you want to? I want you to maybe share a little bit about um, just your experience so far in the last four months. What you've done? 115 books. Yeah. Okay. So um, you know you've mastered that process. You've yeah. been through that learning curve. Uh, one thing I've, you know, you've been amazing at too is with Create Space. How, yeah. many, how many Create Space books do you have? I have, I think, about thirty-two now, and I have probably another. I'm, I'm producing Create Space almost every day now because now I'm, I'm publishing all my books. And you've, yeah. And I've been successful at that. There's uh, potential there, definitely potential there. You, the thing is, you can't just jump into Create Space. You do need to yeah. use Kindle as e- e-books as a platform, Speaking, yeah. uh, because uh, the review process process is completely different on Create yeah. Space. It's, it's harder to get. It's reviews. harder to get reviews. So you stick with the e-Kindle. It is easier. Yeah. Uh, you're spending a bigger investment in Create Space. So once you establish yourself comfortably yeah. in e-Kindle, Kindle, move in, create space, yeah. yeah, create space, and you can make some more money. And you've also been building your back end. You built a list of how many people now? We have 1,300 subscribers yeah, that uh, now are constantly emailing us uh, for products that we might be able to sell or advice, uh, and so that's where my wife is now going to get into a blogging, yeah. and it's directed sort of to what her niche of what she loves to do, and that's what Kindle did. Kindle created a, a yeah, uh, yeah. something that she loves to do. New, opp- new opportunities yeah. because... The Kindle is just the stepping stone.
alone. Exactly. It, and I think more than anything, it, it helps. It's an easy way for people to get into the internet marketing that's yeah. not too complicated because a lot of, you, the deeper you go, there's more to it, right? Yeah. Kindle, you help, you learn how to find markets, demands, yeah. Yeah. how to create outsource. Yeah market, all this sort of stuff, which opens the door now to affiliate marketing, blogging, you know, creating your own physical products. Yeah. There's a all number these opportunities of opportunities now, right? Definitely. Definitely. And, 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 and I'm learning and that's, that's the power here because that's for the me, most valuable thing, the most valuable thing is I'm learning and it's, and it's free really. I mean, you're paying a, such a small amount to get off the ground and then the rest is free. I mean, like I said, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get flagged. Everybody gets flagged and, and, and everybody's going to get the reviews yeah. removed. It's not the end of the world, yeah. right? Just keep plugging away. Just keep going at it. I mean, if, if there was no barriers to doing this business, then it would be saturated. Then there would be, everybody would be doing it, but there has to be barriers and what barriers, the stronger the barriers, the more potential making money because the less competition you're going to have. And, uh, I, I believe that this is endless. I mean, I, I truly believe that within a year I could have a thousand books and it could be managing and I could be producing $20,000 a month from Kindle. I truly believe that. And whether I'm going to pursue that, I don't know because I, like I said, I am expanding now into some other things and, uh, and whether the potential is greater there for my, cause my time, uh, is limited. I have 24 hours a day and certain amount is designated to certain parts of my careers. And, uh, so I have to manage that time the best of where my opportunities is. It may not be for everybody. It maybe Kindle is all you need. Yeah. And it'll be enough passive income. Everybody's lifestyle is completely yeah. different, yeah. but the potential is there. That's the key here, that you can do what you want to do, and the potential is there. Yeah. I think one thing I've learned too is that the process of what you're going through, the learning, is more important than the result. Because, yeah, yeah you made sixty-five hundred bucks and all that, but the process you've gone through, honestly, that process and what you learned is what's going to allow you to make millions of dollars yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Because for me, when I got started in internet, it wasn't as easy as it is now. Um, but I didn't make money for like two, three years yeah. of just like plugging away at this. But what I didn't realize was that those two to three years, even though I didn't make money, I learned so much, which has now allowed me to make a lot of money. Yeah. And it's going to allow me to make so much more in the next five, ten years. Yeah. Like you, re- you don't even know what's possible in ten it, years exactly. from now. Exactly. And, like, and and I and that's what happened. There was a signal that came, went off in my head that said the potential is yeah. is endless. And um, now it's the challenge is to be creative and to take an idea and to make money with it. And that's the challenge for every business owner, whether you're successful or not, because even the biggest, even the best and biggest companies in the world, their challenge is, is, is to make the next hundred million dollar idea of a shoe and uh, the best looking car. They have those challenges every day and is to innovate. And that's what this is all about is being innovative. And uh, Stefan is fantastic at that. He's, he's created ideas that he's able to market to you at a low cost because there are a company, there are people out there generating ideas that are charging way more. And he's able to, to, to get it to the average person because I've spoken to people in the group that are like in Malta and, you know, in countries that, uh, that there is no money. It's very difficult to make money, but they're getting out of that. They're looking yeah. at it and say, I'm not going to depend on my country to make money. I'm going to go on the internet and they don't have money to swap reviews that they have yeah. to, to go straight to free promotion and to get off the ground. But this is an opportunity that they would have never had in their life. And they have that now and they're young and some aren't young. But, but you can do it. I mean, within a year, I think, I think you could have 25 books easy, 50 books easy, and you can be generating a couple thousand dollars a month. And in some, for some people, that is, that's life changing. Yeah. You know, I've spoken to people in that group where if they make, they make a hundred dollars a day in this, they could quit their job and they can live off of that. 
mm-hmm. and 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 to just know that that potential possibility is there. I mean, I, I always view like every Kindle book you publish is like giving yourself a little pay raise. It is. Right? So it it's is. like if you have a job, you know, yeah. you're kind of limited to what you can create exactly. and how you can scale up and exactly. everything. But and with you know, this, and, and you know what? The funny thing is you may, you make, 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 make lots of money. I mean, Stefan was doing well with the Kindle business, but he found other opportunities. And so you may get to a point where you have like me, a hundred books, 200 books and making $10,000 a month. And another opportunity comes up for you to make 20,000 and you neglect the Kindle business. And you, I mean, that's just going to be a reality of it because this is like we say, this is a platform. This potential is, is endless for you. And, uh, the learning curve is all you got to get through. And it's an easily, easy learning curve. The way that Amazon has set it up, it's quite easy yeah. for anybody to do. And yeah, and the thing I like about about Kindle is that it's a business that you can automate. Yeah. Like, you know, in your construction business to automate it, you got to bring in all these staff and manage it. It's a little exactly. bit more of a hassle, it right? Is. With this, you're using technology, you're using Amazon, you don't have to talk to the customers, deliver the book. It's all an automated process of how they get the book, how you get paid. Yes. You don't have to follow up the customers. I, I'm, I'm currently and in the process. And you and stuff yeah. that can do a lot of this stuff for you. I did, I did almost 100% of our review swapping that built up our books. And I, I handled all of that. I handled all the publishing. I handled all the, a lot of the research, uh, choosing books. And now, in four months, I got to that point, and now I'm in the transition of complete self-automation, uh, where I've got a support team of VAs that are being micromanaged by one manager. And, um, and, 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 and I'm at that point now, and I'm probably within a couple of weeks, I will step aside from Kindle, other than I'll still have be hands-on in regards to the publishing and making sure that my books are still being published, because at this point, I still want to grow. And, um, but I'm going to step aside and, and, and let the VAs, and there's going to be a learning curve. You know, there's going to be times when you're going to lose some money with the VAs. And, and, and you, that, you still got to keep your eyes on, you do. on you, it, though. And that's the like any thing, business, any if business you neglect it, it's going to go down. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 So, exactly. you want to thank you guys for watching this video. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Uh, again, all the information will be on this page on how you can sign up for it, how many spots are available, uh, more information about it. But thank you, and uh, we'll see you guys again soon. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.